Okay, okay, okay. Welcome. November 4th. Uh, let me do a little recap from yesterday. Took the Cavs plus the points. That was pretty easy. Uh, had some pretty good data to back down up. And the Cavs just looked pretty good. And they beat the Hornets, who I think are one of the better teams. Um, what was the other one? Knicks. Uh, you knew eventually the Knicks were going to start regressing back to the, you know, where they think they should be. Uh, it wasn't really that close. They kind of pulled up a little bit in the end, but they got beat by a good amount. Uh, what is this? 13? So, yeah. I'm fine with that. The Knicks were going to regress. I felt like it was going to happen eventually. Um, Bulls. Really sad about the Bulls. Uh, they started slow, 19-point first quarter. Kind of evened out the rest of the game, but that first quarter just left them behind. They couldn't catch up. They had to try and force a bunch of these into the game. So I still like the Bulls. They're still probably going to be top three in the East. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Raptors, I knew this one. The Raptors are way better than people are think. Their people think they are. They've been getting really good after their slow start. This is now five straight wins. So keep this in mind. The next time the Raptors have a... A line out and their dogs five straight wins. They're playing pretty well. Um, I saw some to take the hawk. I didn't take the hawks yesterday. Glad I didn't. They kept it close, but the nets are just better. I don't know. It's it's gonna be hard to beat these guys. Uh, the Grizzlies game. Grizzlies have been playing really well. Jaws keeping up his MVP. I mean, obviously, he's not like he's in the conversation right now. But Jaws playing really really well, scoring a lot of points. Team looks good. And the Nuggets are still in jambles. Maybe when Jamal Murray comes back, they'll pick it up, figure it, figure it out. But I like Ja and the Grizzlies. If you keep making them dogs, they'll keep taking them. Uh, T-Wolves, it's a weird game. Honestly, it would have been close. And then the Clippers come out and score a 45-point third quarter. So now it's they're making everything. Uh, Reggie Jackson, I think, did he only miss one? He only missed one or two threes. He shot like six or seven or something. It was insane. Anyway, you, when you lose at that one. You can't predict a 45-point third quarter by the Clippers because every other quarter was in within four points of each other, and in that one quarter, they just blew them out. So whatever. Uh, the Hornets. Oh, man, the Hornets got absolutely smoked. And then they did the opposite. So they actually kept it even with the the Warriors the first half, which is when I thought they would lose. And they come out and drop a 15-point third quarter, and then from there on, it was just they were struggling to get around. So Warriors looking good. Man, Jordan Poole looks nuts. Jordan Poole had 31 points. And then when Clay comes back, the Warriors might be running top of the table, like with the Lakers. That's going to be a really, really good conference. Um, What else? NCAA. Uh, it's just like random weekday college games. So they both lost. Nothing big on those. And again, it's the MAC conference. Anything can happen. Nine-point favorites lose by two touchdowns. The other team is winning the whole game, and then they get beat. There's 90 points in a game. Like you can't, you can't predict any of that. All right, we'll get to today's. We got a pretty big grouping of everything. So first, I'll do this college football game today. Georgia State's playing Louisiana. Uh, Sun Belt games usually are pretty played pretty close. The line is 13.5 for Louisiana. I will not, 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 not touch that line. I'm going to take the over right now. It's at 53.5. Georgia State has been scored. Right now it says their average points per game is 23.9. And then the um, Louisiana is 32. Uh, so 
I think the over will hit. Louisiana scored 45 points their last game. I think the, it'll be a really high-scoring game. I don't know if it'll be... or I don't, I don't know Louisiana wins by 14. I think it'll be a little bit closer. But they're undefeated right now. They're playing... Or not undefeated. They're 7-1. Undefeated in the conference. They're playing pretty well. If I had a lean, I would take Louisiana. But I'm not laying 14 points. I th- I'm pretty scarred from double-digit... <laughs> double-digit uh, point totals, so... I'll stay away from that, but I think the overall hit, 753.5, has a pretty good chance. Um, Let's move on to the NBA. Alright, pretty good stretch of games here. This first game is ugly. Let me tell you. Sixers are playing the Pistons. Any other team, let me go back and look at the Pistons' history of spreads. Because this one is ridiculous. I, like, I'm tempted to stay away just because of how terrible the spread looks on this game like I was literally confused when I first saw it so their Pistons are 3.5 dogs right now for this game and it's like okay I could maybe see it but they're playing the Sixers who just beat the Bulls and the Bulls are probably one of the better teams right now and they were they were favored yesterday by what two points against the Bulls and they only get three on the road against the Pistons who are one in five. I don't know. This line is really, really weird. Really, it. Whenever you see these lines, you know something's up. There's no way the Pistons beat the Sixers. I mean, you can argue the whole, the 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 way betting like works with these like coming off a of back to back, they're gonna be tired, all that nonsense. But it's like, I think the Sixers are way better than the Pistons. And for them to only be getting four points, again, it's on the road, so it's like you got to factor that in. But I don't know. It's hard for me to take this, but I think the Clippers, I mean, the, sorry, the Sixers are blowing these dudes out. Sixers are first in field goal percentage, third in three-point percentage. They're the seventh-ranked defense, holding teams 102 points, or I guess 103, 102.9 rounded up. And the Pistons are only scoring 95 a game. How does this line make sense that they're only favored by four? Originally, it was uh, Joel Embiid was questionable, but now he's upgraded to probable. So I'm sure he'll play, and hopefully they'll blow these dudes out so bad that he gets the rest. I don't know what... The, I, it doesn't make sense why it's only four points. I really want to stay away, but this seems like it is way too free. So I'll take the four points. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. This is These are the things that don't make sense in betting. Cause the, oh, okay, okay. Oh, sorry. my Oh, I didn't load yet. I'll come back to that. Let's do the next game. Jazz on the road against the Hawks. The Hawks are really, really good when they play at home. Like, 3-0, and and they're like... I saw a stat. They're 3-0 in their home games this season, and they're like 22-4 and in their last home games, so they're really, really, really good at home. But the Jazz are the regular season Warriors. The Jazz go crazy in the regular season every season. They put up numbers. Oh, see, look at this. As I'm, as I'm recording this, the line went from 3.5 to 4.5 for the Sixers because Embiid got upgraded, so... That tells you the line was down because Embiid was questionable. But now that he's coming, of course, the line wants to move up. So, whatever. I'll take that. It should be way bigger than this still. I don't know how the, the Lakers are getting double digits against the Thunder, but the Sixers don't get double digits against the Pistons. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I'll take the points. That's fine. It's annoying that it has to be like this, but I'll take the points. Uh, Jazz are minus two against the Hawks. The Hawks are really good at home. I still think I'm going to take the Jazz because of the regular season Warriors. They don't lose. The Hawks still have figured it out. 
Uh, they're getting. I mean, they're not. They're not figuring anything out. The team didn't change that much. These guys start making shots. Honestly, Trey Young almost had a triple double last night, and they still lost to the Nets. They just got to figure it out. They're still really good. They'll still compete. They'll make the playoffs. But this Jazz team is crazy. I almost took the Hawks because I thought Rudy Gobert was out. I checked. He's playing. So I'll go against the home favorites. I mean, the home dogs. Sorry, the home dogs. They're going to be a little too hype because the Braves just won the World Series. It's hard to not take the Hawks at home here, but I'm going to go with the Jazz. It's probably the wrong pick. I'm not super strong in this one. But it's hard for me to not take the Jazz at such a low line. Because whenever the Jazz have these low lines, they blow teams out. So I'll take the Jazz minus two. Pains me to say, but I'm going to do it. Um, uh, what's the next one? The Heat, probably the best team in the league right now. Uh, they're playing really, really well. Yeah, so the... Sorry, this is going back to the, Pist- the Pistons game. The line opened at plus 5.5. It went down to 3.5, and now it's 4.5. And as I'm recording this again, the Hawks line and the Jazz moved to minus 3. So someone just said what I said and just put in enough money to make that line move. These lines are moving in my favor, and I don't like it because they're moving before I got in. So it's tough, but I feel like I'm on the right side for these. Uh, What's this one? The Heat. Heater laying 7, 6.5, minus 6.5 at the Celtics. Celtics haven't figured it out yet. Their team is definitely young and still nasty, but the Heat are playing crazy. Tyler Hero is going off the bench, going 20 points. They're, the Heat have, like, the number one ranked defense right now, don't they? Like, the, the, the Heat stats are just ridiculous. Anyway, I'm taking the Heat. Number one defense in the league. Celtics can't figure it out. And then I don't know how you recover from blowing that lead they had against the Bulls. Like, they're, that's going to lay in for a few weeks. They got to figure that out. Tatum's been playing well, but he's, after the playoffs, he's been kind of hit or miss. Like, he'll make a lot of, he'll score a lot of points, but sometimes he just won't. Like, he'll just break shots. So, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to judge. But just watching the Heat, watching them play defense, watching their offense flow, and they they got a good bench unit so they can bring in other people, I'll I'll take the Heat. They, this is like a, a championship team in the making. I think my predictions are probably going to be Heat 1, Sixers 2, Bulls 3, Hornets 4, top 4 of the East. I'm going to write that down, actually, just in case that's right, because that actually sounded pretty good. That was, just a, that was a freestyle, but I like that. Hold on, I'm going to write that down. Heat, Sixers, Bulls, Hornets. That's that's my top four in the East right now. I think the Hawks will squeeze five. I think the Celtics will maybe make it. The Wizards might make it. It'll be tough. But yeah, those are the, those are the big four in the East right now. They're all, anyone can be anyone really so far. Because it's, I mean, we're still early in the season. But there's, they played seven games. But those are the big four teams everyone's trying to beat. I don't think the Celtics figured it out yet. The only thing kind of scaring me is that the line has moved down. The Heat were favored by eight and they only favored by six. Uh... It's fine. I'll take the I'll take the six point five. I trust the Heat that much. They're six and one against the spread this season. I'll take the Heat. Uh, these other two games, I really really don't want to play them. I probably won't, but I just I'll talk about my the, like which way I'm leaning. The Rockets are laying ten point five against the Suns. So this game tonight will probably show us not a lot, but it'll tell us how good the Lakers are. The Lakers have been playing close games with these dudes back to back at home. And if the Suns blow them out, it might let us know a little bit. Like, okay, the Lakers really are just fooling everybody. 
thinking that they're good. LeBron has to score 30, 14 in the fourth quarter to come back. I'm not sure. So I want to lean Rockets 10.5 because maybe the Rockets are good and competing and that's why they're playing the Lakers close. Or maybe the Lakers just suck and people are going to need to realize like, hey, these dudes aren't good. But Rockets plus 10.5. Now, this last game, the Thunder and the Lakers. So funny, funny thing. The Lakers cover more games with LeBron out than do with him in. So I don't know if this is yeah yeah it's came it's come down because LeBron is out it says like abdominal problems but you know we all think it's rest but I trust LeBron is actually here because at the end of his his career he probably wants to play as much as he can anyway <laughs> if this line went from minus fourteen to minus ten point five and I think the Lakers will cover ten point five with LeBron out they play so much better sometimes with LeBron out and then Russ will be able to you know play his game without having to worry about LeBron taking the ball. The only thing is, is Russ going to turn the ball over? Because last time they played, he had a quad dub, but he had 10 turnovers. Like, he got a triple-double, but then he had 10 turnovers. So, it's tough. I do think the Lakers will cover this, though. 11 points without LeBron. Because, come on, the Thunder aren't that good. Neither are the Rockets. And they let the Rockets game get, games get close. See, but now I'm talking myself out of it because the the Lakers almost lost to the Rockets. Neither LeBron to go crazy. And they almost lost on a step-back three. If Kevin Porter Jr. hit it. I don't know. I'm probably going to stay away from those last two games. But just watch if they, the Rockets cover and the Lakers cover. That's what I'm leaning. I'm not going to bet those. Just I like talking about them. I think the pick I feel the strongest in is the Heat. Even though it's the biggest number. The Jazz and the Sixers moving in my favor makes me feel better. But I'm mad I didn't get them locked in in time. I thought I'd be able to sneak them in. Because the Jazz are minus 2 and the Sixers minus 3.5. And those were nice. But it's already moved, so I might just lock the Heat, take the only one for the day, just watch that game. But I really do think the Heat are the best team right now. Um, all right, let's do NFL. I didn't look too much into this one. Uh, this game's gonna be kind of boring. Don't get me wrong, I'm gonna watch it, but uh, it's the Colts and the Jets. So Carson Wentz, like, he's still good, but for some reason, he just chokes. So I don't know what to do with this. Um, they're getting 10 points, and the over is at 45 right now. <sighs> I read a stat that the Jets' overs are like 5-1. and one. Um, See, the Colts could have beat the Titans if Carson Wentz doesn't throw two picks. But that's just a coulda, shoulda, woulda, if, you know. <sighs> this one's hard. I'm I'm probably not going to bet this. But if I had to, I'd do a teaser. I'd do Colts over teaser. The over gets down to 39. So what's that? Four touchdowns? Or not four touchdowns. Sorry. Six touchdowns cashes it. But there's going to be a lot of field goals. So five touchdowns and two field goals. So the issue for the over is where are the five touchdowns going to be scored in this game? Because the Jets went crazy last week and they scored 34 points, but the Bengals gave them a few short fields and they made a few two-pointers or two-point conversions. Uh, the Colts kicker, uh, Rodrigo, is still hurt. So they have their backup in. So I'm sure they're going to get a lot of field goals. Like, the Colts can drive the ball down the field and their defense is really good, which is why this line is minus 10. But they haven't, like... Have they really, like, steamrolled anyone? Like, have the Colts put up a lot of points? I'm going to look. So... What's the most they've scored this season? Uh, last week was the most they've scored. 31. 
They scored 31 against the Titans, and they scored 31 against the Texans. Other than that, uh, 16, 24, 16, 27, 25. So they can get two, three touchdowns. But with their defense, there's no way the Jets are going to go that crazy. Like the Bengals, they, they should have won that game. They should It shouldn't have been that close. And they gave up, what, 34. So you know what? I'm switching. I think... See, they blew out the Texans. It was the only thing that's kind of pointing out to me. And I feel like the Jets just played their Super Bowl. Like, I don't think the Jets are going to play that good for the rest of the season. But maybe Mike White's good. So, I think I'll take Colts minus four, and I'll do the under. I don't think there's going to be that much scoring this game, actually. So, that'll put the under to 51. That's, that's a little better. Colts minus four and under 51 teaser. Because... I can't really rationalize the Colts scoring enough points as in conjunction with the Jets also scoring that many points to cash that. Because that's low. 39 is low, really low. Like, put, putting that one down, most of them will probably be around the 40s. But, yeah, I can't I can't see that many points being scored. So, that's just a lean. Colts, uh, Colts Jets. Colts uh, minus four and then under. I don't know if I'm going to take that one. But if I were going to bet the game, that's what I'd do. And then I'm just going to talk about one hockey. Again, don't watch hockey. This is just off of records. I probably will never watch these hockey games. But as with basketball, all these teams are starting to regress a little from their magical runs. The Bulls, the Knicks, the Hornets. Florida is still 8-0. Well, 8-0 and then the 1. So I think the Capitals, if there's any team that's going to give them their first loss, it's the Capitals. I'll take the Capitals as dogs tonight to get that first win on this Florida team. Again, don't know hockey. Don't have to trust me. Don't know what the heck I'm talking about. <laughs> but that's the one game I'll take. So I'm not sure if I want to, how many bets I'll actually take today. I definitely like the Heat. I want to take the Heat. Sixers and the Jazz I would have taken, but since the lines moved, I'm kind of scared off because now they're they I have to buy the point down. And they already moved up one point. So it's like I'm paying extra for the same line. I'm not sure I'm going to do that. Uh, the Suns. Oh, I didn't mention the Suns have campaign out. Which might be another reason why they're starting to like. Not regress. But they don't, they're not playing up to what people expect. They need that bench unit. Campaign was going crazy last year in the playoffs. And without him it's like. Where do they generate offense when Book and CP are out? And Aiton. Like who do they have that's going to score points? Because campaign was actually he was driving you know dribble drive i'll put the left scoops with him out they have cam johnson but i mean that's like it they don't have jake or do they still have no they still have jake card i'm tripping uh but yeah so it's tough i really don't want to bet all these nba games because betting nba games every day is really really annoying i'll go half and half every week i'll never get a sweep because it's just so hard to just like leave everyone but I, I definitely like the Heat the most. Heat the most for sure. Uh, seven points. Let me let me look at their their margin of like wins because I'm pretty sure they're beating most teams by seven already without even having to look. Let's see. They beat the Mavericks by 15. Beat the Grizzlies by what is this 26. Beat the Hornets by 15. Beat the Nets. By 13, they beat the Jazz by 17. That Pacers loss was their only loss so far, and they beat the Bucks the first game of the season. So, 
Seven points is really not that bad. The only reason I think it's like not double digits because people still have respect for the two young players, Jalen Brown and uh, Tatum. But no, nah, I'll, I'll take the seven. That's that's probably my best pick so far. So what do we got? I got three favorites, two dogs in the five games. It's not that bad of a split. But it's just so hard for me to... Oh, we know four favorites, actually, because I got the Lakers covering. As dumb as that sounds, that'll probably be the best one. That's the one that's going to actually hit, is the Lakers covering. The Lakers do so well without LeBron. Against the spread, against the spread. Not in general, like, they'll lose games, but they'll be... They'll be dogs, and they'll cover the LeBron against better teams. So it's tough again. But yeah, that'll do it. I'll update tomorrow. Uh, I'm pretty confident in these ones. These aren't that bad. Um, Got to prep for the weekend. We got college football. This is going to be a good week. The college football playoff came out. So there's going to be a lot of different lines. I want to see how the lines moved according to the rankings. But wait, let me check before I go, because this might be the lock. Like, this is the worst, worst line I've ever seen, but it might be the lock of the century. I want to see if it's moved. No, it hasn't. Wake Forest is still plus 2.5. I don't know how. I don't know why. North Carolina, they're not that good. Their defense is horrible. And we saw Wake put up 70 against Army. So what can they do against North Carolina with no defense? Anyway, I'll leave that for tomorrow or Saturday, either one. But yeah, watch that Wake line. Because if I feel like it's going to move to a favorite and it's going to be stupid, but... 2.5 is crazy.